Do you like stories about sneakered feet? I do. We sure do. I do. Don't we, though? They are lovely. Well, they're weird. Well, if you're like us, and I know we are, please like, subscribe, and follow This Is True Really News, and tell your friends to like, subscribe, and follow This Is True Really News. Share our podcast far and wide and wide and wide. Yes. This is True Really News with Scott Combs and Tony Vercanis. All the news you're about to hear is true. Really? As far as you know. Wide. (sighs) That was about as laid back as you could do, wasn't it? That's one of the better ones, I think. I thought so. A Jack Russell Terrier named Millie. Okay, that always confuses me when I got a Jack named Millie. Do they have two dogs? Is the other one? Nope, it's a Jack Russell. T- and the other- <laughs> Where's Mike? I know. Um, <laughs> it's the Jack Russell Terrier Vanilli. Yay! Does that mean they don't bark their own howls either? No. Howl their own barks? <laughs> no, it, they bark their own barks and howl their own, but there's somebody else's on tape. A Jack Russell Terrier named Millie slipped Vanilli. out of her... Have I, have I distracted you? You've annoyed the snot out of me already, and I didn't have any to begin with. Slipped out of her leash and became stranded on the mudflats near, ready? Yep. Hampshire, England. Once again, I did not say Hampshire. For all of you listening in the UK, you're welcome. Vlad. Millie was lured to safety with the most reliable of baits ever. What do you think? Food. A sausage. Oh, Yes. Officials began the rescue mission. Why do I picture Tom Cruise going down ever so quietly with a sausage? I don't know why. Officials began a, and I'm still mad they made Jim Phelps a traitor. That, but that's another story. Officials began a rescue mission when it seemed Millie might be swept out to sea, but the efforts failed for four days, according to the Guardian. Oh my God! One of the rescuers. Whatever will they do? Whatever will they do? One of the rescuers had a light, a light bulb go up over his head. Oink. Why am, I don't know what no, that was. Doink. No. Yeah. Uh, the clink. No. <laughs> I'm trying to get the right. Bing. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. Oh, the Guardian reported but one of the rescuers thought of dangling a sausage from a drone and flying it over her. Oh, so they're getting like a congressman or a senator or something? <laughs> For the drone? Yeah. Yes. Chris Taylor, chair of the Denmead Drone Search and Rescue Team, and I honestly didn't know there was one, <laughs> uh, said it was a crazy idea. If we hadn't got her away from that area, the tide would have come in and she would have been risk at risk of drowning. She got, probably could have met that guy if the tides were right. Oh, that's true. Yeah, just saying. The sausages were the last resort. You know you're in trouble. When, when your sausage, sausage is the last, is your last resort. Yeah, Millie's owner, Emma Oaks, I don't think she's related to the novelist, confirmed that Millie, quote, really Emma Thompson? Like... <laughs> Am I bothering you? Jeanette Oaks. Okay, oh, sorry, I had no idea. Google it. Millie's <laughs> owner, Emma Oaks, no relation to Jeanette. How's that better? Thank you. Confirmed that Millie, quote, really likes food and she'll eat anything you give her. But well, they she should have taken vanilla ice sausages. cream. I hate you. <laughs> I hate you, your family, your neighborhood. I don't even like Blaine anymore. You finally, you finally latched onto a story that I understand. Exactly. 
It only took us how long? Uh, 40-some years. <laughs> there you go. Okay. How sad and pathetic is that? I'll be good now. I doubt it. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> Are you going to finish? That I'm done now. They got her up. Oh, are you? No. Trevor and Audra. What Mose- could I say that's better than you being you? <laughs> Nothing. Exactly. Trevor and Audra Mosier of Middle Sackville, Nova Scotia. You mean Mr. and Mrs. Mosier's kids? Yeah, up in Middle Sackville. Huh. Haven't seen them in a long time. Mr. and Mrs. Mosier and, uh, are from Upper ever. Sackville. And uh, Trevor has a brother in Upper Middle Sackville. And uh, Audra has a sister-in-law in Middle Lower Sackville. Yep. And none of and then them live in Lower Sackville. And then there's Fred, who's just in East Sackville. We just don't talk about that anymore. <laughs> Nova Scotia said they thought after uh, they, the- they thought their <laughs> they thought their three-year-old bulldog Freya was finished with her litter of puppies after delivering seven. That's enough for any woman, right? She dog. went into labor again. And this is a wild story. Freya delivered an eighth puppy, this time encased in a black sack as compared to the translucent sacks of the others. And at first they thought, well, there's a problem here. This puppy might be stillborn. But they started cleaning the newborn off and she started to move. And that's when they noticed she was dyed green. It's a Satan puppy that a leprechaun made. I was going to say, it's just in time for the upcoming Satan. <laughs> Hi. They, they, they Googled it and discovered it, 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 it's a real thing. It's, it's very rare. It's only happened a few times worldwide. The rare discolorations believed to be caused by light-colored puppies coming into contact with the green pigment, pigments from bile while in the womb. No sh- yeah, <laughs> bile, the other stuff. Yeah, whatever. Names being considered for the puppy include <laughs> yep. Hulkette. No. Fiona. Cute. Wasabi. Nope. Well. <laughs> Lucky Irish. Take the Irish off and I think you got it. And pistachio. I'm torn now between Lucky and Pistachio. <laughs> the puppy's green coloring has started <laughs> to fade in the days since its birth. Experts say it will continue to fade in the coming weeks until it is completely gone. That sucks the fun right out of it. <laughs> is what it is, Tone. In the wee hours, residents along Hastings Drive in Belmont, California. See, I said California, right? You said we're awakened. We're awakened. <laughs> when I go wee. Yeah. Doesn't everyone? We were awakened by growling and roaring in their front yard, according to a report on KTVU TV. Oh, that was just me. KTVU TV. That's a lot of TVs in a very short time. (laughs) Two mountain lions were captured by doorbell camera as they fought to the death. Oh, I thought they were having marital relations and it wasn't going well. Could have been. Nah. We're talking mountain lions here. If she says no, you die. (laughs) The prevailing lion then dragged the dead one across the street to a neighbor's front porch. My gift to you. Is that like when when cats bring like a mouse or a rat to your door and just drop it? Yeah. Here. Look what I brought. I'm providing for the family. Only noticeably grosser. What? There's a family of mountain lions live across the street? (laughs) (laughs) Kevin Stanford, part of the Neighborhood Watch. Said, keep your head on a swivel. Yeah. Tiffany Yap, 
an expert at the Center of Biological Diversity. Okay. Said the attack was just mountain lions being mountain lions. I would imagine. Common occurrence. They're, they're territorial. And that's exactly it. Common occurrence for mountain yeah. lions to kill each other over their territory. Still, yeah. Belmont police are urging area residents, you might want to keep pets and small children indoors for a bit. And maybe a 44 on your hip. Not a bad idea. <laughs> so this is a quick story, and we'll have a link to uh, the pictures and or video for it down below. Okay. There's a monkey who shops for groceries regularly at a supermarket in southern China. The video shot in the city of uh, Guiyang in Guizhou province the other day shows the creature strolling into a supermarket and calmly selecting a drink and a bag of bread from the shelves. Apparently, the monkey comes to the store several times a week to stock up. Why wouldn't he? And they just let him. Yeah, I mean, some people go every day, others once a week. He's kind of in between. I got a drink and enough to make some sandwiches with. Cool. We're good. Where's the salami? Have we talked about the most prolific sperm donor in England? I have this huge, enormous, great fear we're about to. 66-year-old Clive Jones is a retired teacher. In Derby, England, which is spelled Derby, but it's pronounced Derby, and I don't understand why. That is correct. Clive has apparently fathered 129 children currently. Currently, because apparently there are nine more on the way. I can do that math. 138 total. Jones has been donating his joy juice for nine years (laughs) through Facebook. Please, could we do something less crass? His bunk? <laughs> essence. <laughs> oh, see, there we go. Semen. How's that? Uh-huh. And guys on a boat hate that. Yeah. Uh, anyway, he's been donating through Facebook, he told Derbyshire Live, because of the happiness it brings to the Doney families. Donating. <laughs> Boy, I've got an ugly picture right now. I just. Yeah. I didn't realize but I could send material through Facebook. Who knew? <sighs> Talk about an odd, I want to read that on Marketplace. I just, <laughs> but his wife of more than 40 years isn't quite as gleeful as he. They now live apart. Hmm. Jones oh, maybe that's why he's doing it. Jones explained that he drives to a park near the Donny's home and collects the sample in the back of his van, complete with windows curtained. He then texts them to say he'll be around in three minutes. Just got creepier and ickier. Oh, man. England's Human Fertilization and Embryology Authority, and honest to God, I didn't know there was one of those either. How can you imagine having that? I don't know. He has issued a medical warning about Jones, saying that if arrangements are made outside of the clinic environment, there can be medical and legal risks. Oh, boy. Not to mention, it's icky, (laughs) which I believe is is the medical term. Yucky, maybe? This is True Really News. Send email to TITR at netradio.network.